Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Okay, here we are. Another episode so of Inside the Closet. We're sort of back into our old, like, technology of not knowing how to do technology. Yes. But I think we're working out. I'm sitting in my old bedroom in Chicago. I didn't realize you were in Chicago. Yeah, I went home to see my sister's baby. How? That's that's so awesome. How How is it? She's literally, like, a, a perfect, like... She's Just like a Gerber cutest. baby. Like, oh my God. She's like literally a, a perfect baby. And even like the nurses and stuff are like, she's so beautiful. Like and she's she really, hair, right? really pretty. Yeah, she has a little bit of hair. And then she's just, she has the big, long Italian eyes. Oh my God. That's so nice. You've got a little baby. It's, you got a little, there's a little Mateo. I know. Just warning you, Emma, I can hear you opening up stuff, oh. so you're going to have to Son sit of a bitch. calmly. Okay. I know. I'm trying I'll to be a good still. sound engineer. No, you're right. That was very I'm good. bad at it. I was trying well, to... Well, we're trying our best. We're, we, yeah. The reason we're doing this is because we are so on the road together, but yes. then next week, we're both going to be on a cruise together. Yeah, so Mateo and I are doing a cruise. I've never been in a cruise before. I've never done a cruise before. Have you ever been on a cruise I went one on a cruise was the Impractical Jokers cruise, and okay. as nice as everybody was on the cruise, I would just say in terms of genre of people, I was the only gay on the boat. Yeah, I could see that not being like a real like hot spot for homosexuals. No, I mean it was maybe one lesbians. Of these moments, well, ever everyone was. The, okay, I'm gonna sound judgmental. Let's hear and it. Fine. That's what this podcast these is for. I know, but these people were so nice. But why was everyone in a rascal scooter? Oh, God. Because of age or because of girth? Yes. Wow. And also, here's the thing, Good too. Good for is them. Like, for I, still going on a cruise. I, when I, I was, know, but, like, here's the thing. is like, it was just, like, everyone was making jokes about it on the cruise. So, you know, it's like I'm not trying to be judgy, but also... I don't like buffets. There's nothing worse to me than a buffet. There's nothing worse than getting a shit ton of food that's like a C-plus level. I thought you just said, I don't like the face. I was like, Jesus Christ. Emma, those faces. I'll never forget those faces. I'm doing a little Jessica (laughs) Kirsten right now. Those faces were awful. That's what I literally thought you said. I was like, I was like, God damn. He's like, on the scooters and then the faces? I'm like, Jesus. Jesus no, no the, the people were so nice. I just, you know, it's this is going to be different because it's on a gay cruise, so it's, it's literally gonna be pendulum swing. Radically different. It's going to be the real. The question is going to be is if it if it's older gays or younger gays. Because when I did that, um, gay. Well, we're going to Nova Scotia in P Town, so okay. I'm guessing older. Oh, see, I was going to say younger. Really? No, I don't think it's like a circuit gay boat. This is going to be interesting because I. I thought that it would be older, and then in the ad, which you and listeners should appreciate this, in the ad it was like, celebrity vacay cruise, like, party with celebrities, and then I was like, oh, who are the celebrities? And then it was like, me and you, and I was like, uh-oh, because, <laughs> because, talk about two people, I mean, I'm down to hang, and if someone wants to get a coffee, like, I'm very friendly, I'll chit-chat with whoever, but it's not like I'm gonna be partying, like, 
you know. I, well, I'm bringing. I'm. I'm not gonna say who, but I am bringing someone on the cruise. Mateo has a date, which is very exciting. But do you think so, he'll want a party? I I think we'll figure it out together. We'll sort of do like a. Do you want to go out tonight? We'll have a couple because you and I only have three shows. The oh, and Mateo means three shows the entire week. I think we only have. Two, is it three shows or two shows? I have three because I'm doing a show in P-Town. I asked yes. for you to open for me in P-Town. Okay, so we have three shows. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Which, by the way, if anyone wants to come see me and Emma in P-Town, I'm, I'm scrambling to get the dates. Um, they are uh, uh, August 15th. Okay, that's going to be... House. August 15th, Pilgrim House. I'm opening for Mateo there. That's going to be so fun, too, because P-Town's fun. I'm surprised the cruise is letting you do a show off the boat. Well, we, we all get you, all of us get off the boat. Right. And we all go into P-Town for a day, and then I think I just have a show there that night. Great. And I don't know if we go back onto the boat or if we stay in P-Town. I don't know. All I know is I'm going to have to figure out how to get back to New York after we're on. They bring us back to New York, right? Yeah, of okay, course. Okay. I don't Where know are if you it going was, afterwards? I'm going to be in New York, and then I'm going to <laughs> my – oh, boy. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gearing up because I know this sounds weird. It's one of those things where it's like in my family there's, there's two things where when I say them, people are like, wait, what? And I'm like, no, it's not that weird. One of them, the more weird one, is that my grandmother married my grandfather's brother after my grandfather died in their 80s. So that's okay, a little that weird. Okay, that was an episode on the Golden Girls. Go on. Yes. And then this one is we have this like porch party every year on a giant porch and like everyone drinks cocktails and like talks about what they're up to. Mhm. The porch party and it's like it's gotten more chill over the years, but it used to be like it's just, it's just like everyone wears their little polo shirts and it's like so what have you been doing? But it sounds like a very white thing like the porch uh, party and then everyone's in like uh, you know when I, my, yes, my sister's friend, um, Tara and her husband, Arjun are Indian. And she said that when they come, it's in Cape Cod. They're like, when you're, when we, they're like, we love going to Cape Cod because we feel like we're like, when we do go to your family stuff in Cape Cod, it's like the inner sanctum of whiteness. Like we're like seeing, <laughs> she's like, there was one point where I guess there's one day my sister, because if you have a tennis, there's like a, it's not ours, but like a cousin has a tennis court and you have to take a leaf blower and blow off the tennis court, get the leaves off the tennis court. She was like, there was a moment where your sister was blowing leaves off a tennis court. And I was like, we've, we're, we've infiltrated. We're in the system. We're in. We've been allowed in. It's super I've, white. Yeah. I feel like your family's, yeah, because like I've been, okay, so, for, oh my God, I have to talk about seeing Barbara Streisand. Oh my um, God. But before that, I was at my Aunt Cindy's house, and so it's like me and my aunt and all my cousins, and I realized at one point that we were all talking at the same time. Amazing. And I was like, I, I wonder if Emma's family does this. No, no one talks at any time. What do you mean no one talks at any time? You say, you go, oh, da-da-da, how are you? But it's different now because I've got cousins, I've got a group of cousins that I love to see. So when I see them, we get really excited and, like, catch up and all that stuff. But it's just, like, it's better now. But, like, when I was little, the older generation, it was very reserved. It was, like, so, like, and then all my cousins, like, everyone went to... I've thought about trying to talk about this in stand-up. It's just, I don't know if it's related or relatable at all, but, like, everyone went to these, like, this, like, certain prep school, and then I went to the prep school for dyslexic, troubled kids. They have a prep school for dyslexic... How... Wait a minute. Being, like... 
like troubled like I'm in a gang or like dyslexic I can't read they that don't they have a school of, yeah. for both no it wasn't bo- it wasn't both it was just kids with learning disabilities but a lot of them had behavioral problems too and then I went to that one but okay so it was like it was well, always just like do, it was always are you the different. only gay in your are you the only homosexual in your family no I have a cousin James who's very flamboyant okay is he and, as flamboyant as you are a lesbian yes wow when he told me he was gay, he was like, when some or someone said, well, James is gay, too. And I was like, oh, he is. And they were like, yeah, how did you not? And it was at Thanksgiving. And I turned and I looked over and James was serving the mashed potatoes. And I look over and on cue when they were like, how did you not know he was gay? He he served the mashed potatoes in a way that was only a homosexual could serve them. He like took mm-hmm. them and he dolloped them, like splat on the plate, flicked his ring up and was like, Next. Next, <laughs> and I was like, "How did I not know he was gay?" I don't know. <laughs> like it was so stereotypical. But Spe- so speaking of gays, I yes. li- I did a I lived a lo- lifelong dream last night. Um, oh my god! You know, most people when they go to concerts, they go with their best friends, they go with high school friends, like you know, usually people or boyfriend girlfriend. I went with my aunt Cindy. Yes, and, even um, better. I- I knew Streisand was coming into town, and there's no bigger fan than me and my Aunt Cindy. So I texted her, and I was like, I'm going to be home at this time to see my daughter, my my sister's daughter. I was like, why don't we go that night to Streisand? She's like, got it. She's, her best friends are these two <laughs> gay men called Casey and Tracy. They've been married for years. Oh, my and God. Those three are best friends. And... Um, I usually don't like to say, like, that woman is a gay man. But my Aunt Cindy is literally a gay man. Right. Um, she's earned it. So she's earned it. Uh, and so they, she was like, can they come? I was like, of course. You know, your friends, my friends. I met them. We got along so well. Oh, we, it was your it first time me. meeting? Mm-hmm. And we were chatting about divas. I only wish Trana was there because mm. she would have been, like, in heaven talking about divas. So we go see Streisand. The whole place is just... Gay men, gay oh my men, God. and old Jewish women. That was the audience, and um, <laughs> we got really good seats. So we were like dead center. Oh, that's like so right fun. where the floor starts to rise. But so much shit goes down at a Streisand concert. First of all, it, she's not like coming out singing the songs and going back to bed. First of all, she sounds amazing. I oh, cried good. four times. Oh my God! She had Ariana Grande come out. No way! And, yes, she did. Ariana Grande Those, sang enough. What? Yep. Came out and sang with Barbara Streisand. And then, this was the crazy part, right? So mm. Streisand starts talking about politics. Oh there boy. was this couple in front of us. The woman I was obsessed with. She looked like Corelle DeVille. She looked like the girlfriend of Mr. Sheffield in The Nanny. Like yes. that kind of, like that blonde, like stuck up, rich. I don't know what cocktail of drugs she had done to get <laughs> herself moving that day. But like clearly, the, like a, a rich woman. She had like fur everywhere. She kept talking to these like... There were these two black women behind her who were, like, completely minding their own business, and she wouldn't stop talking to them. Oh, and no. you could just see these women were like, look, look white lady, I don't know how many dogs <laughs> you killed to get that outfit and that hair, but shut the fuck up. Like, I mean, she clearly was just like, doesn't everyone have a yacht type of oh, attitude. God. So as Barbara starts talking, Barbara goes, She first Barbara goes, you know, I lost my father when I was two months old. And, you know, I'll never know what it was like to not have my father. And she goes, last week, uh, she, the na- she named a, a young child. She goes, he's six years old, 
both of his parents were shot in Ugh. the massive attack. She goes, who's going to raise this kid? And as she's saying that, the guy, the husband of Corella DeVille, starts freaking out. He's sitting there and he's like, well, here we fucking go. Here we oh, no. fucking go again. And I'm like, are you literally, number one, did you just buy tickets to a Streisand concert just to like to not think she was going to talk about politics? Right. So Barbara, so first we could see him getting riled up and his wife is like, Shaking uncontrollably, and not because she was nervous, but I think she thought maybe she, I don't know where she thought she, I think she thought she was on Venus. So, um, <laughs> so, at the, okay, so everyone around us is like getting like, a, like looking at this guy, right? Cause he's like, blah, blah, blah. so Barbara starts singing a song called Send in the Clowns, and as she finishes, she goes, I have new lyrics to this song, and she pulls it out, and she did an entire song about Trump being a clown. So as she's singing, someone starts yelling at her. Now, there's 12,000 oh people there. And a different and person you, was yelling than the guy. Uh-huh. The guy starts mm-hmm. freaking out, and then someone way up in the front starts yelling at Barbara in the middle of the song. Barbara looks at him. She's 77 years old. There's 12,000 people, and she goes, would you shut the <laughs> hell up? And keeps singing her song. And then as she says that, the guy goes... I don't have to fucking put up with this goddamn fucking bullshit and stands up. He must have been drunk. Storms out, making a huss and fuss. There's gays, there's old Jewish women, there's black women. We're all screaming at him. We're all like... This also shows the difference in, like, who will be violent. Because if I was at, like, some kind of, like, NRA convention and it was all, like, straight white guys, and that's not the bad straight white guys, I'm talking about, like, power dynamics here, and I didn't like something they said, I couldn't even imagine standing up in the middle of all them being like, oh, whatever, what the fuck, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have felt safe, but he felt safe because he knew that, like, you, he he wasn't at risk of getting, like, assaulted. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's like, he was, like, he, and also what's so crazy, too, about it is, like, I don't. I can't believe that he went to a Streisand concert, and right. that'd be like me going to a Wanda Sykes show and not expecting her to talk about Trump. Totally, it's the same thing. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Did he get? So then he left him in the in the the Cruella Deville well, left. So he, he left, and then as he left, we're all screaming. Right? Also, I'm sitting next to me, so it's like me, my aunt Cindy, who's you know. Right. I, she's. I, I hate that I'm like I'm part Mexican because it's like I've not I've not lived my life as a Mexican. But I'm sitting next to a woman, right? Who clearly looks Mexican because she right. is, and so she's yelling at him. She also has a gay son. Then there's two gays next to her. They're yelling at him. Everyone's yelling at him. So he's leaving. He's like, "You're all fucking up, fuck, fuck, fuck." And I just thought it was so funny that Streisand, fucking walked people at her show and wow. yelled at them and she's 77 and she sold that shit out I just can't I don't understand why people can't just leave and write a letter like what happens to the why art? even write a letter just go if you don't just like go. it just go or, or he, just wait right. I've, I've sat through plenty of movies shows where I'm like I don't like this part right. but just sit and wait or I've had things where it's like there's a comedian that I like and then all of a sudden they say something that's like definitely like kind of like mean homophobic style and I'm kind of like uh, I don't like it but depending on what type of joke it is I don't discredit all the rest of their material like or I leave you know like, well, the problem is people don't view jokes the same way like can be all comedians view jokes I think 
generally speaking, similarly. Whether it's offensive or not, we're waiting to hear if the joke is actually structured exactly. well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Was that Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle who had a joke? Maybe it was Dave Chappelle when he heard the Louis C.K. joke. He, Chris or Dave Chappelle said it, but first up, what it was? Oh, wasn't no, that him? It was Dave Chappelle was talking about Kramer when Kramer used the N word. That one, oh, yeah, he, yeah, and he was like, he's like, that, Dave Chappelle was like, that's when I realized I'm a comedian first and a black person second because. I was, and he was like obviously saying that a little bit in jest, but he was like because I was just waiting to, I like, I was waiting for the punchline, and then also I like, I n- understood why he was so mad. Like someone's just irritating the shit out of you, and you snap at a comedy show. By the way, this is not coming from Emma and I. This is just a quote from oh, somebody this else. Quote: We're, we're, we're par- I'm paraphrasing somebody else. Which um, and yeah. Andrew Schultz brought up a great point, saying that I know maybe we talked about this, but it's like that comics are the new gangsters. We're like the most risque art form there is right now. Gangsters, I feel, is a little bit of a stretch. Well, like not like an Italian gangster, like you know, put him up, she right, tat tat. But like in the sense that that's a word he would use, and not me. But like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense in a sense that like. Who are the most controversial people right now in all the arts? It's not rappers. Right. It's not pop singers. It's not rock stars. It's not Marilyn right. Manson. It's not, you know what I mean? It's Canadians. Did you, what was the average age of people at the Barbara Streisand concert? Were you the youngest one? Um, no, there were tons of gays my age. I got Ooh. recognized a couple times, which I oh thought boy. was kind of fun. Did your Aunt Cindy like that? Yeah, she thought it was cool. That's And cute. then, um... Then, um, it, but, but like gays of all age, and then just like if any woman was there, all the women were like the same age as Barbara, huh? Like it felt like there were like a mix and range of gays, and then older women, right? So, I wonder if the, that's what our cruise will be like because I'm picturing the cruise is going to be a little bit younger because they're calling it like it's like celeb, celeb vacay celebrity type thing. I'm guessing it's going to be, like, maybe... I don't know. I actually have no idea. I'm sure it'll be a mix of lesbians and gays. And I've got my little swim outfit. I've got my little shorts and my and a black little bathing suit. I want, I want to get sun. I'm going to be healthy, and I'm going to work on writing. It. I've got three Speedos, and I have <laughs> not been in better shape in my entire life. The past two weeks, I've been taking extra, extra care of myself. Oh, I haven't been working out the past week. But that's okay. I'm going to work out on the cruise. Uh, I was going to say, do you and I want to make a, 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 a pack to work out on the cruise together? Yes, every day. I'm I totally what the down breakfast for that. situations like. Well, so I, I was supposed to go on a vacation on Sunday and Monday of this past weekend. I was supposed to go to a place called Joshua Tree, which is like two hours outside of L.A. And I did get to go there. I went with a makeup artist. It was really fun. But I Love got a, her. She's so nice. And then and it was like, she's just nice. She like picks me up at the airport when she can. Just very... She's nice. She's, she's a good... She she's, makes things easy. Um, but she, we went out, and then this is also, like, to her credit, we I had, an, I had all these auditions last week, and then I got a director's note on one of the auditions, so then we spent the entire day on Sunday was her helping me with my audition, and then we ended up driving back Sunday night instead of... We were supposed to stay until Monday morning, coming back in so I could be there for a meeting that got moved Monday. And that's... Because that's one of the things that's toughest of this is, like, I'm like, I don't feel like I have very much control over my schedule. Like, even when I, like, try to, like, make control, like, if I'm not, like, literally, like, out to sea, then someone can be like, oh, no, you have to get this in at this time, which is... Makes me feel bad for people I'm in a relationship with because it's hard to make plans then. But she was super cool with it. 
I think that's going to be the... I think we have to... You know what we should do? I, first of all, I agree with you. I think the most difficult thing about being in a relationship with this job is, like, feeling Making like... Making plans. Because when I'm in a... Make it plans because it's very seldom that they'll actually go through. Right. And, and I feel uh, bad about that shit. The person that I that's coming with me on the cruise was like, well, maybe it'll be better because they don't live in New York. They're like, well, maybe it'll be better if I come visit you like next week instead. And I was like, actually, no. I yeah, was no. like, this is going to be the best time in the world to come hang out with me because right. I'm going to be... On a place on a boat. for seven days, yeah. Right. I don't have to go. I don't have to audition, do shows, fly here, get on a train, run around. Right. I'm stuck in one place, and there's only so many things we can do. Also, it's we're stuck be on the a best. boat in New England. It's not like we're going to necessarily. It's not like we're out in the Bahamas. It's a. I mean, New England's going to be really. Isn't that pretty, bizarre? But... We're going to New England. Like we're going to Nova Scotia. Like what is that? I don't. Oh, so I got to bring my passport. <gasps> Do you not have only, your passport? Oh my god and fuck. I no, I didn't realize we were going to Nova Scotia. Wait, why don't you have your passport? Fuck, because I went from I'm in LA and then I go to Wisconsin and then when I land in Wisconsin I was gonna just go to straight to the boat. Fuck. Does don't you did you have it in Montreal? I have a passport. It's just at my apartment in New York. Oh then that you have sucks. to go to your apartment earlier. Oh, that sucks. I didn't know we were going to Nova Scotia. Yeah, we're going to be, like, in Canada, I think. They say you have oh. to bring your passport. And not my passport card, like my actual passport. Oh. Yes. Oh, Don't the they, life and did, times. Aren't you getting the emails that they're sending me? I'm getting all these. No? E- I'm sure I'm getting emails. It's the I've been like I've been getting so many emails from them. Like I've been having so many auditions, and like I've been like trying to like stand up for myself and been like I can't do this many auditions, and I'm getting like it. That, that's me saying no to stuff is hard. So I feel like if I like it's been a little. Oh, bit, I love d- saying no to stuff. Yeah, it's been a little dicey because I'm not. I don't really feel like I'm being like I, I, I very rare. Like I went in and I did an audition yesterday, and the. The guy at the agency who was taping it, he's like, you come in here more than any other comedian. I was like, yeah, I, I have a hard time saying no. But um, it is what Wait, it where is. Are you, you need to get your passport. That sucks. Can you just change your flight earlier? No, I leave from Wisconsin on the first flight out. I land at 11. I can go to New York, get it. I don't think we have to be on the boat until 2.30. Or I'm going to see is if I can have someone. Someone's at my apartment. I can see if they can send me my fucking password. I this would sucks. do that. I would overnight it oh. to the hotel and make sure the hotel gets it. Yeah, luckily I have a friend staying at my apartment, and I'll see if she can do that. That. Well, that's I'm glad we I, had this conversation. Otherwise, yeah, thank I would God we did the podcast. Jesus Christ. This you know, sucks. I didn't even tell you about my going to Tampa. Oh, yeah. I want to hear all about it. How, what, how oh, my God. I have so Tampa? many things to tell you. Good. First of all, I, I went to Tampa and I had I went with Evan Williams. I played the Tampa Improv. The gays turned out there was these. They were oh, so good. wonderful. There were these two inside. There were two closeteers who came because I did meet and greets. Nice. And they were so sweet. They were like, we drove five hours to come Woo! see you. And I had like a line of 80 people and I felt so bad 
that I couldn't like spend more time with them and talk to them because we had to turn over and do the next show. But I profusely thanked them for coming and wanted to call them out on on here just to say like how much that means to me. Absolutely. For people to come out. Um I hug, but that's a personal decision. If someone says they listen to Inside the Closet or Psyker Keepers or Taylor Strecker show, I go, I hug. I mean, mm-hmm. I actually need to be more, more careful about that because especially with Taylor Strecker, if someone the, – the, this morning radio show I used to co-host, people always say, hey, girl, hey. So if someone goes, hey, girl, hey, and that's something I did like years ago. That was like the first – like two or three years ago, that was like what made me really like be like, I love radio. I love podcasting. And so the, someone says, hey, girl, hey, I'll hug them. But I should actually be more like, oh, do you want a hug? But I feel like asking if you want a hug feels weird if I ask them. But I, I'll kind of do the like shuffle where I'll be like, ah, 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 and then I'll <laughs> hug. But I, you someone, might just be less inhibited than I am. I'm more like more free. I'm I'm a more but you controlling. Get, I'm more. You get hit on more aggressively than I do. I mean, you have like literally the way you've like created your body, and then also with like gay men, like, or, and also the, apparently sh- straight women, you're getting like manhandled in a way that I am not at risk for. You know? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. That's what mm. it is. If I had people that hit on me the way people hit on you. Then I would be like, yeah, just fucking, we're, we're gonna, we're know, gonna say it, hi. It's, it's so reversed too, because people are like, well, look at the way you're dressed. It's like, oh god. But well, I did have fun on a couple. The things. way First you're all, dressed. Been, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, oh, you know, my Instagram. Right. Um, have you been to Tampa before? Never been to Tampa, but I'll tell you this: big fan of Florida. I know it sounds when I say that people go, "What?" I go, "I'm like, yeah, I like it's that it's flat. And I like driving around. I like the palm trees. I like the weather. I like that everything is very cost effective. Cheesecake factories everywhere. I like fucking Florida. I like uh-huh. Orlando. I like Naples. I like Miami. I like Miami Beach. Um, I like it. I like my I, I like Miami. Although my last experience there was horrible. They have um in this part of Tampa just and I'm not making a joke, Emma. Chickens free walking around everywhere like squirrels. Well, this is something new I haven't heard about. What? Literally, just ch- like I was walking from my hotel to Evans Comedy Condo, <laughs> and I heard, <laughs> and I thought, who would pick that as a cell phone ring? Right. And oh, then God. I kept walking. That's so New I'm- York of you. Right. Yeah. I'm like, how That's- annoying would that be? Because like, if you get a text texter who texts like, "Hi, how's it going?" Anyways, but you know, instead of one paragraph, it's going to be. And so I'm walking and I hear it again and then a fucking chicken literally crosses the road. That's so that reminds me of there's a comedian. Okay, Dan St. Germain had a joke. I'm going to paraphrase it. But he was talking about how he knew he'd been in New York too long when he was on the subway and he heard meow and he like he heard a meowing noise and he was like, ugh, some assholes dressed up like a cat meowing on the train i'm not gonna look over there i don't want to make eye contact with a psycho and then he looked over and it was an actual cat and he's like <laughs> I, was, I was assuming a man or woman was dressed like a cat making cat noises before i would have thought an actual cat was around and <laughs> you know but like thinking that that's the the ringtone of of, of that it's like a the clucking or whatever the hell what, what do they make <laughs> yeah every that- goddamn day I thought Tampa was like a city, though. They got those kind of things in t- cities. It is, but there's, but, and then everyone kept saying, oh, the chickens are protected. Protected from what? The Jesus mafia? Christ. Yeah, right. And then, but- and I'm like, also, I kept asking the audience, like, how do they know to not leave this area? Like, how do they yeah, know to they stay know? here? 
Right. And what are they doing during a hurricane? That is very considerate of you to ask. I never would have thought to ask that. What, how do they? What I'm do they gonna, eat? Each other? I know. Well, I saw what they eat because like an old crazy cat lady in a house coat came out with like a big bag of cereal, oh, and God. she was like, "Ah, yeah, yeah, just like feeding these chickens, and they were like, Pah-caw! like just like flapping everywhere. Oh, my God. And, and then the chickens became normal, but at one point, Evan and I were running <laughs> back from lunch, and it was, po- like, pouring. You know that, like, Florida rain? Like, pouring yep. rain. So we ran under this thing. It was shelter. So we're standing under there, and we're like, well, we'll wait till it dies down. As we're standing under there, all the chickens are coming under there because they know that that's their shelter, too. So I have a video I'll post on Patreon of literally me standing there, and it's pouring rain. Me and Evan, two feet away from us, standing right next to us are, like, six chickens. Jesus Christ. And the roosters are pretty looking, but they were all like fighting with each other when that woman was feeding them. And then I was on this really important meeting with someone in L.A. And I'm on the phone. I'm like, yes, you know, the, the thing about p- the pitching this show. <laughs> and they were like, um, did we just hear a chicken? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm in Tampa. And I guess chickens are a thing here. And Jesus then people Christ. on Instagram were sending me pages about the chickens. The, the How many chickens are we talking? Like like five chickens or like 20 chickens? I would say around 50. Jesus Christ! I know. There's a lot of chickens. And they all just stay in that one area. I'm like, why are you here? And they're all in the, like walking around the streets, hanging out, just doing their own thing. If I were a chicken, then I would live in Florida or I'd live in Tampa because... Or no, if I were a homeless person, or I, was, I would want to go live in Tampa. So like if I was hungry, then I could eat the chickens. I'm always trying I want, to I wonder, have a backup but they, plan. they keep saying that they're protected. Well, I'd be like, it, I always, I always, whenever I'm like certain places, I'll be like, I remember when I was little, like, with, like I'd be in like Walmart, and I'd be like, okay, if something ever happens to me, I'll hide under the bed in Walmart, and then I'll like sleep in the bed in Walmart, and then eat the food, and then live in Walmart. I remember thinking, obviously, there's a lot of holes in these plans, but I used to always yeah. think like that when I was a kid. I was I, I what in Maine? What's like the animal that walks around and is weird? Oh my god, deer and moose and bears. Really, bears? Yeah, but my dad lives in the middle of the woods, and you sometimes a black bear would like come up, and like a black bear <gasps> is like kind of scary. I've only seen them maybe five times, but they're like scary and like very pretty and. You have to be like a main black bear is like a big fucking animal. And then moose. I remember I had this crazy stepmom a while back and she hit a moose and a moose is a fucking big thing. And she hit it and then it smushed the car. I would be so scared of a bear. Oh, a bear's a big motherfucker. A bear? Have you seen one? Oh, yeah. I've seen them. They used to come up to near my dad's house. I've seen like five or six in my whole life, though. Wait, what do you do when they come up to the house? Do you hide? Oh, I stay in the house. I'll tell you that. I'm not leaving the house. I, like, But like, like, what do they do? Are they, can they get in the house? Like, what nope. happens if like... They're they're looking for food. So if they're coming up to the if they're coming out of the woods, coming up to the house, that means they're really hungry. It's like they've che- if the if the woods are the refrigerator, they've combed through the entire refrigerator. Nothing is there, and they're like, okay, I gotta go outside. And then that's when they start coming up because they don't want to leave the woods. It's like scary and not safe. Like they want to be around trees. So if they're coming up to your house area, either they're like lost in in a stupor or they're fucking starving. So you do not want to go out. How do you scare? Okay, what do you do if you're in the forest and you're walking and then a bear just shows up? 
That's a so that's a that's a good question. I because I think I feel like I've, I and I'm basing this off of hearing Thomas Dale talk about it in his comedy act. Thomas Dale's a gay comedian. I remember him saying that you're supposed to pretend you're dead. But Wait, maybe that is right. Right, you pretend you're dead. I mean. Like, I would not have the self-control to pretend I was dead. I mean, I'd be like, how do you... I No fucking way. Well, they like, climb trees. Exactly. And they can run fast, so I don't know exactly what yeah, you're supposed to really do. Yeah, they run really fast. Yeah, I don't know exactly what you're All supposed right, to do. What would you but... rather encounter? And you start... You're at a starting point of being 25 feet away. What would you rather encounter? Bear... Or alligator. Oh, God. I'd rather encounter uh, alligator. Because those, they go slow. They, no, they don't. They run fast on land. What? Who said who? Where are you, get, where are you getting I watched fast? a whole show about alligators, and it said if you see an alligator on land and you're running the opposite direction, run as straight and as fast as you can. Straight as in the opposite direction, not towards the alligator. Of course, the opposite direction. Okay. Run in the alligator's open mouth. That usually does the trick. <laughs> I didn't know if th- this was written by your ex-girlfriend. I didn't know if that was, if it was, like, some kind of, like, fear, like, sneak them out tactic. I'm going to take a goddamn self-defense class because I was listening to a podcast. It's called To Live and Die in L.A. And I never, I only, I don't usually listen to true crime podcasts. And it's about this girl that was captured outside of an apartment building. And I was like, oh, my God. My friend lives in that apartment building. It's an it's a building I've stayed at before in, in Hollywood, and she was just like yeah. But it, it always seems captured. to be like, but captured. I'm sure from someone she knew or encountered. Well, right? She was involved somehow with the Albanian mafia. But uh, so there was things well, that then, I'm, there you go. You're not involved right. with the Albanian mafia. They're not coming after you, Emma. Right, unless true. you're making deals with them. No, I'm not. I mean, God forbid that wouldn't go well. I could see myself trying. I'll be like, well, what do you need right, me to same- do? Same question. What, yeah, what who would you, would you rather be in trouble mm. with? You're standing with the with the leader of that group. Is it the Italian mafia or the Russian mafia? I'd rather be in trouble with the Italians. Same. Just because I feel like... There's always a way out with the Italians. Yeah, there's a little... They have more... <laughs> Russians scare the shit. They're Me so... Too. They scare the shit out of like a Russian mafia, like those tough Russian like. Well, there's something about the language that's like. Well, I mean, Tony Soprano was even like a lovable character, even though he was like a bad guy. And he's not real, right. but there is something about. Yeah, I would pick the I would pick the Italians. When you go, when you bring your date with you on the cruise, are you gonna, um, are you gonna like be introducing ha, him ha, as your date? Sexual intercourse. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna go. Are you gonna introduce him as your date? Yeah. No, oh, that's this nice. is my, it's my cousin. <laughs> it's my, we're, we hold hands. See, that's gonna be so nice and romantic. I hope so. I asked the makeup artist if she could come and then she couldn't because she has a music video. But, um, that's okay. It's been going very good. It's been very, like, it's been I have nice. to say, when I hung out with her, she was so good to you and so, so calm. Nice. And you guys had such a nice exchange with one another. And I like that she's in the business. Right. But she's not in our business. She's in totally. the business. But she's not a comedian. 
Um, yeah, I would. I I totally agree. That's like a nice like. It's nice. Also, she's been around so many like musicians and which, you know, musicians are like very, very different from comedians because they're like cooler, you know, in certain ways. And if she ever, ever, ever wants to come on the podcast and tell her Lohan stories, she can. Oh, God. Neither bad or good. I'm just saying that, you know, she's worked with a lot of celebrities and she's worked with Lindsay Lohan. So I have pride. I loved that um, someone asked Mateo about Lindsay Lohan at the live show we did in Just for Laughs. Oh, what did they ask about they her? They asked if you were disappointed that she didn't. They set you up for. They must. They set you up. They. they if you were disappointed that she didn't get um, the Little Mermaid, the answer is yes. Right. I would have done anything to see Lindsay Lohan play the Little Mermaid. How? What would that movie look like? Right. Like. Yeah. They I can't asked imagine that. a world where Disney is like, guys, we're going with Lohan. Yeah, no one's ca- no one's casting Lindsay Lohan. I've been I auditioned for like dramas. I I'm like this. I'm completely out of my fucking um, out of my range here. Like one of them was like a sexy. It, it's just too much. It was uh, no more acting auditions for me for a minute. I, I was like, this is too much. I, I'm I'm tapped out. I'm tapping out. Yeah, I'm I'm making myself busy with a bunch of other stuff. I don't like to act. I even sat down yeah. with this like executive from Sony, and he was like. And what kind of roles do you audition for? And I looked right in his face and said, I hate auditions. And he also, started laughing. Kind of roles he's like, does he think you auditioned for? Like, well, like, he was so young and cool. He was like, he's like, why is that? I said, because every role written for gay men is always like some, some help role. Like we're never, right. you know, and I know that I am that character. I know that I am that gay. I'm not saying I'm not that gay, but I'm just saying. I'd like to see gays audition for a role where, like, maybe one of the lines I say is, like, hey, do you guys want more pizza? Instead of, right. like, girl, what's the sitch? Right. <laughs> Imagine that you, if you booked a, if you booked a role where you were supposed to be being, like, super gay and then you just switched it up at the last minute. And in this, like, current environment, they'd probably be too scared to tell you to, like, gay it up. Because yeah, it's they so would get, interesting. Although, because they get in trouble oh. for that. Maybe. If they're like, um, you know, more like you like to skip or whatever. And you'd be like, well, yeah. I'm not, I you don't know, follow. You're, you're light on your feet. Right. Yeah, that's it. By the way, I got to hang out at Montreal with um, Trixie Mattel. So fun. And uh, Jonathan Van Ness. <gasps> what? What was he like? I mean, literally the nicest person on the face that's of the planet. That's so, that is, does he have a boyfriend? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. But he, right, we follow each other on Instagram. So when we were backstage, he was like, Mateo. And we pulled, we like went aside and chatted for probably like 10 minutes and he exchanged numbers and we're like, let's hang out. And, you know, we're in LA or in New York together. And he was so funny and nice and easygoing. And just like, I was like, okay, I see why you're a star. Like, you're just. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he does stand up. He does it all. And you know what else he does? Because I remember the art therapist used to follow him on Instagram. He taught himself to ice skate and he was taking classes and like documenting it. And oh, yeah. He's like a really yeah. good ice skate. Well, I mean, I know nothing of ice skating, but he seems good. But and he documented learning it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I so like him a lot. You see him like trying to start out and like that shit's inspiring because it's always good when someone like posts them like falling and having a hard time. Like I like that too. 
You mean just us for the first seven years of our career? Exactly. Like, 100%. I did a show last night in... LA, which was fun because, but it made me think of starting out in comedy because I had to walk by the open mic while I was going into it. And I was like, Mm. it's just an interesting, it's an interesting world because the open, Mm -hmm. open mics are tough, man. Whether you're, whether you've got a worked out joke or not, it's just like, for some reason they always have all the lights on. Like, it's like, turn, (sighs) turn the lights, lower the lights, like, you know. I think people (laughs) think comedy is scary because they start in open mics and there's nothing scarier than an open mic. Totally. I completely agree. I I have to say, my mom and my family went to go see you in Chicago, and they were so impressed by your hour. Oh, good. I'm so glad. And my mom in particular was like, it really flowed and went together and felt thought through. And I was like, I'm going to tell Emma that because I I haven't seen your hour. I can tell. I'm weaving it all around a story about my sister's wedding. But the only problem Mm -hmm. is I don't have like a final big thing to... The closer, I feel like, doesn't necessarily encapsulate. Why do you write a joke about at at your wedding, you're going to force your sister to wear a suit? Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So, yeah, now now I got to tell someone that I'd be like, we got to get married because I got to get my sister (laughs) in a suit. Well, you, for the sake of the joke, you don't have to get married. I I don't even know. I wonder if I'd ever even get married. I mean, that's that shit's crazy. That's that's forever. I, I, I know for sure. I'm too selfish to have children. Oh, I know that. Like I'm watching the, the, everything my sister is going through, and she's such a good mother. I'm like, I'm not as good of a person as my sister. Is she going to go back to work? Mateo's sister's a bodybuilder, so is she going to be able to like go back to? I, I think eventually, of course, eventually. But right now, you know, she is she's being a mother, wow. you know, and she's a real natural mother and she's a real good mom. And will I you think post that's a picture of you and the baby? I think I'll ask my sister first. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I don't, I don't know how that yeah. works. You know what I mean? You ask I don't first. Like, Ask first, yeah. and then now I asked. There was a couple ones with my sister where I was like, "Can?" Where there was ones where she had posted it, and I reposted it, and then she took it down. She was like, "Take yours down," and I was like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." But normally wh- now they like let me post any picture of my niece. But my nephew, they're like, you know, we. Although, thank God, I got to say this: some, you know, his head is really rounded out nicely because when he was first born, <laughs> I was like, "Uh oh, his head looks smushed." But well, now uh- he's so cute. Uh, that happens with babies. I think their heads are like because their skulls are like soft. Yeah, I don't recall that happening with my niece. Maybe it was because he was born from like that came out like I don't know. Didn't it was like a different birth process? But his head was, you know, a little quirky. I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have to learn how to like become an uncle and spoil yes. her. And I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna do. You're gonna be so good. You just have to love her. I know, but I'm afraid to hold her. Like, I'm looking at her. She's so small. I'm petrified to hold her. You, what you have to do is you got to hold the little butt and the neck and just make sure she's supported. I know. I held her in my lap, and so she slept there for like an hour, and I was like, okay, oh. don't move. I was yeah, like, right. I'm so scared you're going to move. Have I'm you really do- good with kids when they're like three. Oh, see, that's and when I'm not we- good. Oh, my God. Then I can, like, no. draw and play Disney nope. and run around and do voices. and like, I'm not stuff, good you know. with that. Because I'm like, what are you guys, what are you guys thinking about? Like, I'm like, I don't know what the hell to talk. I'm like, I'm like, what are you, how's school? And they're like, what? and then, like, it doesn't, I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying to them. 
It's like talking to ducks. Yeah, it's exactly like talking ducks. One time I was, this kid, he was four or five. I said, this kid, it's a relative of mine, distant relative. Uh. But, but I was, uh, I was with, um, I, it was some, we were at some family dinner thing and he, they were like, oh, we, the mom was like, we live in Dartmouth, New Hampshire. And then I was like sitting across from the kid. I was like, Dartmouth, New Hampshire, like Dartmouth college there. That's a good school. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, what do you think you, do you think you want, do you think you, you'd want to go to school there? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, shit, I don't know what else to say. And I can talk to anybody. So I was like, well, <laughs> that's cool. And then I was, I was bombing. If it was a date or something or like a business center, I was like, well, fucking I'm losing the sale. Well, they're kids. You can't talk to them like adults. Like, I mean, you, I, I but don't know then what I don't do you say? That treats them like super kids. Like, hello, beep, beep, beep. But I'm also <laughs> not like, uh, tell me about your 401k. Because you know, what like, was I supposed uh, to say then after I go? Like, what's another question to ask a three-year-old after I go? You tell oh, them that they're a fucking asshole and they should <gasps> apologize to their mother. Oh, my God. I would. Could Can you, you oh imagine? God. Could you imagine? They'd be. Oh, my God. I, I'd like. I'll practice it. I probably got, there's there's one relative who's like he's seven or eight, and him and I get along really well. He always likes to play sword fight, but then I don't want to do it anymore, and he still does, and that gets a little mm-hmm. that that always gets a little bit old. And then he he'll ask me questions like he'll be like, "What did he ask me once?" He was like, well, "He asked me once. He was like, where did you go wrong in school the most?'" And I was like, "Well, it's, you know, it's kind of a long personal question I have to think about." And he was like, did you get in trouble? And I was just like, God damn. Like, they don't have any filter. No, they don't have filters. They, and they don't understand, like, the consequences of some of the stuff that they're asking. They're just asking yeah. because, like, to them, going wrong in school means they didn't glue something right on a sheet of paper. Right. They don't know that we're smoking cigarettes behind Target, skipping classes because you're afraid of your fledging homosexuality. Exactly. I'm like, well, I was giving blowjobs to a guy in the football team fantasizing that I was him and some other girl was blowing me. And then I was depressed. Where'd you go wrong? (laughs) Emma, if you don't put that in your fucking act, I will kill you. But the things that are funny in the context of this are like... No, that was funny is funny is funny. You have to write that down. What's going to be real funny is me trying to get my fucking, my passport before I get on this goddamn boat. I hadn't looked at the itinerary. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know where I'm staying this weekend for um, a hotel. Well, that's a question for your manager. Yeah. Um, well, I I think we should run because we're going on yes, 15 yes. minutes. Okay. Do you have any? Or do you have any shows coming up to promote? Because I'm going to be at Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I've heard it's a really good club. Um, Best club in the country, besides the cellar. So you've been there before, and you felt that way. Twice best. I just was there. Wow. Best club in the country besides the cellar. Wow, that is a high endorsement. Okay, so comedy on state Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I'm gonna be uh, on this Vakaya cruise from the 11th to the 18th with Emma. Yes. And then you can see Emma and I perform at the Pilgrim House in Provincetown on August 15th. Yes, August 15th, the Pilgrim House in Provincetown. Oh. That's gonna be fun. I will be in LA. Doing a very Ooh. special show September September 11th at Dynasty Typewriter. So Great if venue. you're in LA and you want to come see me at the Dynasty oh. Typewriter, start getting tickets now because they're going to go quick. And I believe, I'm not sure, holding off on it, there may be a very famous drag queen, Trixie, who might be opening for me, but we're still working through it. 
Um, follow us on Instagram. I'm Mateo Lane. Emma's Emma Wilman. Um, and then please like and subscribe to our podcast because it helps us. And uh, please go to our Inside the Closet uh, Instagram page and give it a follow. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs>